0: If you've ever done a trust fall or exercise, you know the exhilaration of being caught just in the nick of time and the relief that comes with that. So, what happens when those you are serving in ministry let you fall flat on your back? Welcome to Hope Renewed, the podcast of PIR Ministries. Thanks for joining me for Hope Renewed. I'm Tom Jameson, and this is the in-depth podcast about pastoral renewal and restoration. It's where we explore the issues and situations that can put pastors at risk and share hope when ministry leaves us hopeless. One of the greatest casualties of an unplanned exit from ministry is trust. All too often, the behavior of others and subsequent events that surround an unplanned exit catch a pastor by surprise and can be uncaring, adversarial, even mean-spirited. Pastors who have built their ministry on trust suddenly experience attitudes, words, and actions from others that are anything but trusting. It can be almost surreal to see the very foundation of a relationship with a church morph into something unrecognizable and the very opposite of what the pastor's work in ministry was seeking to accomplish. Along with that can be a confusion about how the sense of call God has given matches with the reality of what's being experienced. Did I really sign up for this? All this serves to attack a sense of trust. And the effect of the pain that's caused can be a loss of willingness and even an ability to trust in things that have felt so trustworthy before. Can I trust others who call themselves Christians to truly be like Christ? Can I trust the church to be a safe place for me and my family? Can I trust church leadership to have my best interests in mind? Can I trust myself to know what's right since I have failed in ministry? And can I continue to trust God, who feels so remote and uninvolved in my crisis? The ability and desire to trust is attacked and eroded, leading an exited pastor to operate more from a sense of self-preservation and protection. The wagons are circled and the mantra becomes, No trust outside this camp. The tragedy in this is that trust can be one of the greatest resources available to facilitate healing of the wounds of an unplanned exit to understand exactly what has happened and to navigate the transition from one place of service to the next. Yet too often, pastors who suddenly find themselves without a specific call react and try to fix that situation as quickly as possible, sidestepping an attitude and posture of trust. Instead of taking the risk to reach out to others who can be of help, the instinct is to look within to manage and fix the crisis. One of the ways in which we at PIR Ministries have seen this play out is when a pastor seeks to find another ministry position as quickly as possible after an exit. Now, this can seem to be a very natural, necessary, and responsible action to take. After all, there are practical concerns, such as bills to pay and a family to support there's also the desire to find some sense of stability to be able to move away from the tumult and turmoil of the exit and get back to some sense of normal and safe and both of these are crucial factors to address but does it require stepping immediately into another ministry position While it may seem to make sense, seeking to move too quickly to another ministry position can be counterproductive and even dangerous if it's driven by a sense of uncertainty, panic, and even anger. In this case, rather than trusting, a pastor is taking a posture of forcing. Rather than responding to a call, the pastor is manufacturing a position. In a desire to address critical needs, the pastor, acting apart from trust in the Lord, could potentially make a bad situation even worse. Are there perhaps other ways in which the Lord can, through His people and His church, help a pastor and family address those needs? This is the very area where trust can be most helpful, and yet where trust may have been most damaged. And so it takes faith humility, and patience to have trust at a time like this. But consider its wisdom. What if, instead of forcing a new ministry opportunity, a pastor chose an attitude and posture of trust for what God might do in and through this time of transition? What if a pastor created space for God to speak into his life and address not only the pain of an unplanned exit, but to grow and prepare him for the next season of life and service? What if, in seeking to best serve Christ and his church, the pastor determined not to have follow him into a new ministry any unresolved pain, bitterness, or unfinished business, all of which most likely would rear its ugly head once again. These are hard thoughts to grapple with in a time of upheaval without a deep sense of trust that God would indeed address and accomplish them. But how do you trust when trust has been damaged, when the needs are so present and the pain is so real? Certainly, first and foremost, our trust must be rooted and remain in the Lord, and His character, richly revealed in His Word. He is sovereign and mindful of the details of our circumstances. He is loving, compassionate, and merciful. He cares for you, His child. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than we can ask or imagine. He is present in the midst of your needs and concerns. He is trustworthy in all things. Practicing daily trust in the Lord through prayer and obedience and remembering and rehearsing His faithfulness cultivates an attitude and posture of trust that opens us to God's guidance and wisdom. It's important to exercise trust in others as well, especially those who genuinely desire to minister God's grace to you. Finding trusted voices in this time can be difficult and requires careful discernment. But often, in contrast to the familiar voices that might now be less trustworthy to you, there may be new faithful voices God brings your way. Learn to be open to how, through others, God might provide for you and communicate His grace, healing, hope, and guidance. It's important as well to recognize that with your exit, you are in a strange land, but you are not alone. There are others who are traveling or have traveled a path similar to the one you find yourself on. And there's a collective wisdom of how God is present and uses this time for his glory and our growth. Trusting what others have learned and how they have navigated this time can be crucial for redeeming what seems to be so unredeemable. Consider how being in a place of grace and refuge for a specific period of time before moving on to what's next in ministry can actually do more to meet your needs than a quick, unreflective transition would be. Finally, let me suggest that time is your friend. That's one of our mantras at PIR Ministries. We've learned that rushing God is a fruitless endeavor. In fact, the deeper, more meaningful work he does requires time, not because he is slow, but because of our own density and sluggishness in change and growth. But the Lord is exceedingly patient with us and asks us, even calls us, to learn to live with him in that exceeding patience. If we choose a reactive rather than a trusting attitude and posture, we short-circuit the work God is seeking to do in and through us. And that's really the upside-down, back-to-front kind of attitude and posture Jesus calls us to, isn't it? When trust is broken, the antidote is to trust more. The world would say, be on your guard. Once trust is broken, it can never be fixed, and you have to do your best just to survive. But God offers us in our pain, in our confusion, in our anxiety, something different, a trust that is secure and a hope that renews. You can learn more about PIR Ministries at our webpage, pirministries.org. Please know we stand ready to serve you and pastors you know, facing the uncertainty and pain of forced vocational transition. Thanks for listening to Hope Renewed. And remember, the hope of Christ does not put us to shame.